3: Good morning everybody, happy Sunday, Uh, happy 2-2 result in San Jose. This is Andy Munoz from the RSL Show. Uh, Today's content is going to be around the fan pickup soccer event that we hosted yesterday uh, prior to the match. Uh, We had a really, really good turnout. Um, I would say we had at least, I think in the neighborhood of 35 to 40 people uh, show up for that event. So if you showed up, thank you so much for coming out. Uh, Thanks for having a super positive attitude and Allowing, you know, all of the age groups to play together. It was a really, really fun time to, uh, you know, meet you guys and interact with you uh, listeners. On top of that, uh, we're going to go ahead and just roll all of the interviews that we had uh, that took place yesterday. We, we're going to hear from a few different RSL podcast uh, hosts that were there. And uh, more importantly, we're going to hear uh, from some fans and get their takes on the David Ochoa versus Real Salt Lake uh, drama, I guess, at this point. Listen, uh, we all just wish David Ochoa the best in D.C. United. Uh, hopefully more information is going to come out uh, from either the club or David at some point as to how this was either handled, mismanaged, or what agreement uh, may have happened behind you know closed doors to essentially part ways and just kind of you know break away from all of this we know what you guys know Uh we've only you know heard what RSL has put out and we've only heard what is rumored about David Ochoa so if you guys feel like we're you know being quiet on the subject this is one of those times where we don't know more uh, than you guys do and we're not like touting that or being pretentious about it or anything like that Uh, we've been quiet also on the subject too, because we don't really know what's going on and, uh, I'm kind of moving more into a direction where rather than throwing crap against a wall and just making assumptions like you guys may have seen from numerous people online, uh, we want to, you know, we want to verify the sources and and we want to at least make sure that we're putting out correct information out there that way Whatever judgment is passed on can happen uh, fairly, whether that judgment is on the club or on David Ochoa. Anyway, you'll hear more feelings about that in this episode. Uh, special shout out to uh, Real Salt Lake, Dan Farnes, and his team uh, for allowing us to host this event and put this event together at the America First uh, training field. Um, we, we we love it. We, we, tr- we left it in the best shape possible. We picked up all our garbage. Um, so... Uh, we hope to do that there again. And thanks, guys, again for listening to the show. Next week, we will be back uh, talking about the match in depth. Uh, we'll definitely talk about Sergio Cordova's miss. Uh, we'll talk about you know Diego Luna's contribution. Andrew Brody, by the way, holy smokes, he had a game. Um, also, of course, Severino. Uh, listen, just general thoughts. I am sp- I'm pretty pumped. Like I said on Twitter crappy refereeing, questionable decisions. Um it seems like the teams were just kind of both making mistakes. Um when I when I say the word mistake, I already think of Zach McMath's distribution that led to a goal. We know a lot of people are upset about the 2-2 result, but the way that I see it, uh when you're not only playing San Jose but you're also playing against uh terrible refereeing, uh, that is where the came the the game could go either way. So I see a 2-2 as a positive for real salt lake pick up the one point in san jose and come back and contend uh, against a very tough very favored team uh like lafc so we'll be back next week we'll dive into that we'll talk about that we'll get your questions on twitter your, your comments as well uh prior to that episode because we would love to hear uh your guys's insight but for now enjoy the show uh this is from the america first training field the rsl show fan event um I will be conducting some of the interviews. You'll also hear Josh conducting interviews and then Alex Napolis as well. Uh, So again, follow us at RSL Show and thanks for hanging out with us this Sunday morning. Hey, what's up, guys? Brand new episode of the RSL Show. We are live here from America First Field. Yes, sir. Uh, Shout out to Dan Farns for the hookup. Uh, Josh, how are you feeling about today's
2: turnout? The turnout's great. We got four games going, about eight apiece. Yeah. It's just right, honestly.
3: Uh, We're going to get some uh, Real Salt Lake views, thoughts, and
2: opinions. We're going to start off with David Ochoa, so we're going to
3: interview a few fans. And uh, this will be not only content for YouTube, but we'll throw this out as an episode. Yep. All right. Very cool. Uh, Actually, first off, yeah, yeah. Because people asked you, um, what are your thoughts on David Ochoa, the situation, Um and what's gone down?
2: You know, I'm really torn. I understand a little bit of both sides, right? Like, I know there were issues training, etc., cetera, et cetera. Sorry, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah. A couple of sprints and I'm done. Yep, we're out of commission. Um, but, you know, I've, I've heard some things about what goes on in the locker room on the training field. Um, but I also heard that, you know, there may have been offers that were a little unacceptable, on both ends, I, I think the whole situation itself is ugly. Um, I, I wish we could go a year in RSL fandom without some kind of ridiculous drama. It's not going to happen. I mean, we're. When was the last time we didn't have a year of drama, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just frustrating. It sucks to lose him for practically nothing. I guess if he resigns with DC, we get some money, but it just doesn't seem to be enough for a a prospect of his caliber, right? Yeah. Especially with how much they were ramping up the last season.
3: Now, a lot of people online were talking about how, you know, friends of the club uh, are too afraid to either be vocal on the situation or talk freely about what we know.
2: Right. So what do we
3: know, Josh? Do we know anything that regular fans may not?
2: Just hearsay. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, you know, I've I've heard rumors about contract demands, etc. I don't know if any of it's legit. That's why I'm not really jumping into conclusions, right? I don't want to drag... I don't want to drag the club if it's undeserved. I don't want to drag David because obviously he's a young talent. Mm-hmm. I wish him nothing but the best. I'll always be an Ochoa fan. Yeah. I wish we could hear the whole story. Obviously, we tried to talk to David You know, after the social media comments. His agent put that to a stop. Uh, so I feel like until we actually hear from the player himself and then maybe a little bit more transparency from Elliot especially or, or Tony, yeah. You know, it, it's going to be up for debate until we hear clarity from both sides. So yeah, yeah I'm not going to drag anybody. So. Yeah,
3: so what, what what do you feel about the criticism that, you know, it seems like now it's shifted from David Ochoa over to Elliott Fall. Do you think that's fair?
2: Um, I think the biggest reasons that that's happening is, you know, now we're down four players this window. Uh, sure, we signed Sava and Luna, but it's, you know, it's not what we really need at the moment. So I think people are really trying to get after him. I think the Ochoa situation is frustrating them, and I think the lack of incoming transfers to strengthen the squad is what's frustrating people because the squad's obviously – not very well. You know, it's it's yeah. not doing well. Um, I know Damir and Bobby are supposedly close, but, you know, even with those two, it's not where we need it to be. So I think a lot of the frustration is seeing us, you know, potentially falling down the standings with no real reinforcements to come. So a lot of people are just kind of looking for someone to blame and that's always going to be the general manager
3: yeah and i think it's interesting that all of a sudden you know local news media people who have never covered rsl
2: or haven't covered them in years
3: are literally now kind of stepping out of the woodworks
2: right it's like there's a conspiracy to get
3: elliot fired maybe probably rsl conspiracies i think so i think it's funny um for the uh verified beat writers keep up the same energy when rsl is doing well Uh, i hope you guys continue to cover us not only when there's drama that's yeah, the message i have I, for local media I, I
2: wish they would be out there always right like yeah even if they're not covering rsl commenting on rsl keeping yeah the positive vibes going it, it does seem to be you know when they don't agree with something going on in the locker room or well, transfer wise yeah it's, it's very it's, interesting it's just, weird to see them come out of the woodwork so yeah
3: there's plenty to talk about not just ochoa right all right guys we're gonna hear about uh we're gonna hear from uh fans listeners here at the uh what is this like the seventh annual or something? Yeah,
2: seventh uh, recurring <laughs> <laughs> our social show pickup game. Yeah, it's the first hot one we've had though. It's usually yeah. really cold.
3: Yeah, we're if you can't tell, we're just drained out of breath. Uh, this is just my my BPM right now is like one ninety. Oh,
2: this this is us being extremely out of shape. Yeah. I think I did like four sprints and yeah, I'm toast it's through the roof. Absolutely toast.
3: All right, guys, we'll keep it here. We're gonna talk to some fans. We're gonna get uh, some opinions, and we we just hear, we hope that it's fair and balanced. <laughs> That's like honestly though. Yeah. We hope uh, we hope we get differing opinions. So let's uh, see what people have to say. Yeah, and uh, check us out on our, at our RSL show.
2: I was just going to say again, the hard part is no one knows the full story on yeah. either side. we've been so trying to
3: get it so that we can report it, but we don't want to report. I'm sorry to say it, we don't want to report b or hearsay. So right. Um,
2: if we if you if we, if we've seen quiet during this whole situation, it's because I I don't I don't have a side. We don't have all. I don't pieces. have a side. We don't know. Right? Yeah. So, so,
3: all right, guys. Uh, yeah, keep it here. We'll uh, talk to some fans. Thanks. We're going to hand him a Capri Sun. Toss it to him. Toss it to him. Capri. Look at him. He's so happy, bro. What's up, dude? What's up, man? I'm going to hand you this microphone. I know I know you've been running around. Okay? Don't worry about being tired. I'm going to frame you up here. Go ahead and take a step forward, bud. Forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right there. Do you feel like you're making your... Uh, you know what this feels like? It feels like you just uh, got done playing a full 90 with Chelsea. And this <laughs> yeah, is your, uh, your, uh, your, re- your 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 pitch... your Your key i can't talk dude it's so hot out here what is it like your game recap how do you feel like you guys did out there
4: you know man i think we're doing pretty good we're catching up <laughs> we're all out of shape but hey that's cool yeah we're here to have fun <laughs> uh what, what do you think about that scoring opportunity you had where you just whiffed it oh, man are you looking for more guys? <laughs> <laughs> what's your name bro fernando 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 you know, what man. Badillo, Badillo. Yes, sir. Nice. Where are you from, bro? Yeah, I'm from Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Where's yes, your sir. family
3: from, though? I guess uh, from
4: right. Monterrey, Mexico. Monterrey, Monterrey, like señor.
3: Yeah. Wow. Uh, is that where Chivas de played? Yes. Oh, yep. were you here for the final, bro? Were you here for I the? I was not here
4: for the final. No, I wasn't. No. I was in Dallas.
3: All right. I, I don't yeah, even want to know if I wanna. Yeah, let's not talk about that story, bro. All right. <laughs> hey, man. Real Salt Lake, David Ochoa, that whole situation. We're just kind of getting some thoughts on that. What do you think, man? What, what? Do you side with either the club or David Ochoa? I mean, what are you, like your thoughts on that matter?
4: I, I side with the club. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like Ochoa um, he owes a lot to the team, and I feel like the way that he left, uh, I feel like it's a burnt bridge for him. And, I don't, and you know, he went out the back door, and I feel like I feel like it shouldn't have been that way for him. Yeah. But I guess that's his personality.
3: Did you like him as a goalkeeper, like as a as a player with Real Salt Lake? I mean, was there any like love for him as he was coming up through the system? I really there
4: definitely was. Yeah. Um. I, I like the controversy that he always caused, right, out in the in the visiting games. Yeah. I really like that he defended. I feel like in a way he defended the club. Um. But
3: yeah, I, overall at that time, yeah, I I really liked him. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people are kind of criticizing the club or else all like, just saying, like, hey, you know, uh, you guys are often burning players who, who have so much potential. But the, the kind of way that I see it is, like, you know, these are grown men. These are grown athletes. Everybody's going to have their attitudes. You always hear about those players who are, like, stars, right? But they're kind yeah. of, like, for the lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah. So, like, do you think it makes the club a little bit soft in the way that they're, they're handling it? Or do you think that they should be, like... You know, tougher just kind of look past those things and maybe just look at the talent.
4: I, I think it's hard to find a balance, but I think they should be like a little bit harder on them for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah, like I mean, I think the fans, some of the fans appreciate the kind of like the I guess <laughs> you could say right from the players, <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's a hard one.
5: Yeah,
3: it's a hard one. Yeah. Um. So now the uh, the other you know the other topic too is um you know and this is just I'm kind of repeating what I saw online like people were saying oh the moment that he switched from You know, like the U.S. national team wanting to go play for Mexico. Now all of this stuff happens. It it, it might look like a retaliation. Do you kind of, like, feed into that? Like, you think that there's – you think any of that comes into consideration with this whole situation? I don't think
4: so. I don't think so, no. I mean, uh, I I don't know. I feel like he has his his opinion and his options, and I think the uh, the team should respect that, right? And I think if – he has a lot of potential, especially with the Mexican national team, like, kind of losing their – uh, you know, Ochoa, the the Mexican Ochoa, right? The yeah. I guess the OG Ochoa. I don't know, OG. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. um, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't think there's anything to blame from the from the team. Very cool, I don't man. See it that
3: way. Well, dude, I appreciate your uh, your takes on that, and um, it's it's kind of refreshing to hear that uh, you know, some people are are kind of maybe siding with the club because, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, the you know the the podcast or the general media like they're buddy buddy with the club, like they don't want to yeah. criticize the club. But the truth is, is like a lot of it. Is is fifty fifty? It's just hearsay. We don't really, you know, we t- we try to talk to Ochoa. Um, he didn't inter- he didn't interview with us when we do ask people at the club. Like they're just kind of like hush hush about it. So, what are we expected to put out, right? Sure. So I think until more comes out, then we can really side with it. But I kind of like your spin on it. Like, hey, you know what? Be tough on him And I, the other point too is like, okay, the the tough the the team is being tough on him because guess what? You're not playing with the first team, right? You got Zach yeah. McMath starting in front of you. Uh, so all, all of that stuff is uh, is cool to hear, man. Uh, yeah. Real quickly, what do you think about, you know, Pablo Mastroini and, like, I guess, like, the overall state of RSL? I mean, we're kind of doing it without these, like, big names, you know, mm-hmm. LAFC, Gareth Bale. You got, you know, Wayne Rooney coming back to coach DC United. You got all these huge DP signings, well-known names. What do you think about Pablo kind of elevating this team and having a team sitting basically in fourth place in the West? Hey man, I would love that. I would love that. I think we're
4: getting enough people like in the in the stadium and and you know at Rio Tinto. What is it, eleven games now? So, mm-hmm. and I think if Mascherano kind of thinks of that, right? If he brings that that star from Europe, um, I think he's gonna we're gonna get even more and more love from the fans. Yeah. And hey, that's gonna help the the morale of the team a ton. All right, bro. Well, thanks yeah.
3: so much for your time, bro.
4: Appreciate yeah, it. Thank you, man.
3: Last name again. Badillo Badillo, Badillo. Badillo yeah. Federico Badillo Fernando Oh, Fer- oh Mike, <laughs> Ruben said Or, or uh, Alex said Your name was Federico <laughs> Alright yeah. bro Appreciate uh, it man Thank you, thank you. Alright have fun dude
2: uh... <laughs> Do you want my thoughts Or not <laughs> Do you want me here Or not Josh You should know By the way it's- Just kidding you did Kyle kidding. from The RSL Soapbox What's that up man true. How you feeling How's fan pickup, fan Dude it's fan hot Fan block. <laughs>
6: That's right. Uh, world's number one fan blog. And
2: we do a best. To Listen to him just it's cackling
6: back here. Dude. I know. Dude. It, the producer's not supposed to talk, man. I thought this was a professional. Te- technically, yeah, exactly.
2: he's also a host. He's yeah. a host you
6: Wait, do you no longer call yourself producer Andy? Uh, we still do, yeah. Okay. Depends on the day. This thing is bright. Why do you got sunglasses? I need help. Anyway, uh, what was the sunglasses? question? I'm feeling good. Yeah, yeah no, please. Yeah.
2: Here, here. I can't see. Good job. Oh, See things I do.
6: Yeah. Dude. For you, look, you look like every 80s guy. Hey, water, I love to see it.
2: Yeah. Uh, Feeling good. This is it's a good. good day. It's a little warm. It's a little toasty. Yeah, it's a little good.
6: sweaty. Red in the face. A little dehydrated, but we're feeling good.
2: All right, well, let's take those good feelings and turn them into them uh, whatever feelings you want to have. Uh, what do you think about the Ochoa situation, man? And, like, just be straight Listen. up. Listen, we want everyone's actual opinion, right? Yeah. We don't want, you know... Yeah, there's lots of things on Twitter that can be taken many different ways. So with your own words, how do you feel about it? You should listen to off the
6: crossbar on RSL soapbox, first of all, because we've gone into depth on this for sure, sure. sure. But I will tell you for their for their sake and for, for our sake. Um it's a, it well, number one, it's a bummer. Mega. Yep. It's a huge bummer, and it's a bummer for everyone. Um and obviously it doesn't look good for anyone, but in my opinion, you know, losing Albert Rusnak and David Ochoa essentially for free. I don't it's know rough. if we can if we can consider what we got for Ochoa something that's uh it's pennies on the dollar. Um and honestly, I think it reflects more poorly on the club because the my problem is that you know, there are difficult sports personalities on on teams everywhere. Right. And contract negotiations are usually tough. What our, What happened with RSL, though, is they let him get into the last year of his contract.
2: Yeah, this should have been wrapped up after last the playoffs last year, It right? should have been
6: wrapped up sometime during last season when we yep. clearly were planning on him as a long-term project. The mm-hmm. club promoted him. I mean, he was one of the faces of the club last year. And from what it seems to me, ownership came in, new ownership. Maybe didn't like the way that they had been promoting Ochoa. And I think maybe some things like that changed behind the scenes. And... During the contract negotiations, it seems like David Ochoa's representatives probably were trying to get him to withhold himself a little bit from from playing and practicing, maybe, in order to try to put pressure on the club to agree to those those, uh, those terms. The terms that they yeah. wanted. And for some reason, the club wouldn't go meet them where they were. I don't know how much they were asking for. I don't know any of those specifics. But again, this isn't something that's new to to, to RSL or um, any team. It's definitely like, a trend, right? Like it's a
2: trend. We lost saw this. Plenty of players. Costa
6: Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, like this happened with Albert Rusnak. I don't know if people remember, but when he was in contract negotiations, he sat out in inti- like an actual game. Uh, it was more than one, I believe. Uh, he didn't travel for an away game during mm-hmm. his – and like, so, you know, that that kind of thing happens, and players and their representatives, that's something that happens across all sports. It's not specific to David Achilla. So to lose a player that was so, you know, is, has been a storied player for the club, he grew up in the academy, mm-hmm. he – by his own words, loves the club, owes his entire career to the club, which he said on Instagram, um, it's really, really sad to see it end this way. And I think it does reflect poorly on the club. And even if, you know, we heard Pablo make some, uh, you know, slight comments towards him being, you know, late to practice or not training with the way the club wanted, et cetera, some attitude stuff, that might be true. But, again, all of this could have been avoided, I feel like, if terms were right. agreed to sooner and you know, managing egos is part of the job, and right. sports teams everywhere have to manage players' egos. And David Ochoa is not the only player; he's not the only athlete on the team, club, sports, all everything that has an ego. And it's fine that he has an ego. That that's what made him. We're,
2: that's what made him him last exactly. year. Exactly, and, and we're not going to get a squad of of thirty players without an ego here. Exactly, and they're needed. Yeah, right? and I think some of the other frustrations is like, you know,
6: the way that this has come out about just historically um it seems to uh, it seem we seem to hear more of these negative comments or you know feelings that are kind of vague not really specific about latino players that have played for the club and it's gone back through many different front like different front offices mm-hmm. a lot of the, like the first time we heard of this kind of thing everyone was different in the front office at the time right and there are there are fans of this fan base latino fans who know that that or feel like that this is a this is a long standing problem and there's a trend there so whether or not you know there actually is like a systemic problem you have to go you're gonna have to go at the extra mile to make it up to these fans that feel that way because right. at the end of the day this is the entertainment business fans opinions are you know we fans opinions are because they love the club
2: right we're not just opinions aren't there just to be there right it's right people you enjoy people it. care
6: because they love the club and if there are fans that feel a specific way, it's important that you do what you can to try to, to sway those opinions. And, you know, for this to happen again, like, I was thinking about, you know, someone brought up the, the, the like, when this happened with Hobby, Right. And the way Hobby left was really bad. Um, and that, that rubbed a lot of fans. That's one of the worst things that's ever it's, happened to this club. Yeah. And he was, yeah. he was arguably, top, he's in the top three club legends, right? Absolutely. And and Nick. So, yep. um, and that rubbed a lot of fans the wrong way. And this, I think, whether or not there are similarities, differences, et cetera. Um, you know, it reminds fans of some of the way that these players have been treated in the past. And right. so it really sucks to see. I think it reflects poorly on the club. I am glad that David Ochoa gets to go hopefully play some games um, because I do miss seeing him on the field. And it, But it's just weird, though, because, like, I mean, last year he was he was the long-term project for for this club like he he was the the new Ramondo, right yeah Yeah. that was that was the goal and whether or not like there were going to be growing pains of course like you know people brought up right now is he better than Zach McMath like we haven't seen David Cho play like a full game in a while that wasn't for the Monarchs or the U.S. Open Cup right Um, but the reality is he's a young keeper and you invest time and you you give forgiveness to young players to try to help mold them into who we want them to be and um, that's what we were hoping to see from David this year and it's pretty. It's a it's, pretty it sucks, big disappointment dude. that we didn't get it. It, it sucks. Do you think?
2: Because, yeah. So you know, he he picks up a thigh injury in Portland in preseason. Do you think that's that's where this all started, right? Do you think coming back from injury, he was kind of yeah, it was you know, he- lackadaisical maybe, or and then the contract negotiation started, and that's. Basically what I'm saying is do you think had that injury not happened and he was getting minutes, this is an entirely different conversation? That's
6: a good question. I don't know. I, I, it may have ended up him being, like, in a similar situation to, like, what Albert seemed to do. Like, maybe he Starts sits out, out a game or something. And the reality is, like, David probably would have had more leverage if he had remained healthy, right? Like, right. if he, he's healthy, doesn't Putting up numbers. Yeah, and yep. if he's, you know, fans are wanting him to be the, the starting keeper, etc., his representatives can be like you know we're going to we're going to hold out until we get a, a deal closer to what, to what we're looking for Right. and the reality is like i don't know it's very likely that a choa would we could have sold him for a good amount of money in the next few years if we've just maybe overpaid a little bit
2: right and but kept with it right
6: yeah i mean look we've got a few open roster spots we got it seems to have we have money that we're not using i don't know could have been could have been a good way to lock him in for a little while and get a transfer fee because Agreed. I mean this club struggles to get transfer fees for players which is kind of mind-blowing right? it's kind of mind-blowing yeah. considering like the emphasis we put on development I mean I, like, a lot of these guys grew up in the academy under like when Deloitte was still the ownership and that was the big thing that they touted they were like we're not going to do huge splash signings on players right. we're, we're going to develop players up. and yeah. sell them and that hasn't happened we sold Safarina, we brought him back
2: right but that, that's not an and academy we develop, development guy right? right yeah
6: so you know We've got a few guys, but it's overall just... I'm bummed. I think, you know, I think the club has got some goodwill to earn back from this. It's not, like, the end of the world, but, you know... But it's
2: still... It's another... It's just another black mark, right? It's it is. another thing people are going to bring up in a few years. I really... Th- yeah, it
6: really... I really think so. And, like, I, like, the big thing, like I said, it's the club's job to manage this kind of thing. So, regardless of what David's attitude was, regardless of how the contract negotiations was, it, he's right? a kid... You know, these are sports agents. Um, It's part of the game, man. Mm -hmm. So you got to be able to manage these things, and it's unfortunate that they haven't.
2: So there's there's a lot of pressure online, you know, towards the front office, Elliot especially. Do you think the lack of landing, you know, some big signings this window so far – is is inflating this Ochoa situation and, and the disdain towards Elliot at the moment?
6: Yeah, I, I think it's a, it's definitely like a swirl of things. RSL hasn't been in the, a good run of form for the last right. six games. I think I think we've won half of our games. Um, it's been it's been we've been kind of on a downward slide recently uh, with an away game tonight. Um,
2: Which if we lose tonight, well, it's, um, we're we're in trouble. Yeah, the, panic the buttons are going. The table yeah.
6: changes changes really quickly in MLS. And But, yeah, like you were saying, like, you know, we've heard rumors about big-name players that, you know, we were rumored to sign over and over again uh, that haven't really materialized. It's great to get Sabrino back into the team when we see the impact that he makes. Right. But I think he's a good example of, like, you sign other players of his caliber alongside we're gonna him. It's going to be real good. It's going to be really good yeah. because... You know, from the second he started playing, you could see his quality and you could see the difference that he makes. But yep. unfortunately, he can't do everything on his own. So we get another – we get a striker, maybe a midfielder, that's of Savrino quality, better around that area. And I think we have a really good squad. So, like, yeah, it, it, it's a problem that we, you know, the players that we brought in, I, I don't think Cordova's made as big of a difference as people were hoping for. We oh. brought in Chris Cablan under the, Brits, the Blitzer umbrella. He played 25 minutes yep. for the club, and we sent him back. Uh, which was very
2: odd. Um,
6: so so to yeah, me that
2: signaled something coming, but obviously, I, I was. thinking, I was mean,
6: saying. look, we got about a week till uh, till the transfer windows closed, and then you have about another month and for like free agents, etc. Yeah, yeah. And weird so, situations. Yeah, it is weird. So, I mean, I think all of that combined puts a lot of pressure on the front office, and Elliot, I'm sure, is feeling it. Um, I'm sure. And I think rightfully so. Like it's part of the it's part of the job, and when you when you tout. The Blitzer umbrella, is like we have more money and resources, and we were getting by. And to his credit, he got us by through some tough times without ownership. Right,
2: but now we don't need him to and do that, right? Do so that. let's so we need him to get some DPS. You absolutely, know? let's get some DPS. Yep. And
6: it kind of feels like we're operating. It doesn't feel like we're operating any differently than we were in those two years. Without, I agree. Without ownership, feels like is, they
2: haven't taken that gear up. Right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I have one more follow up question sure. on the show. the The team. Rightfully so sometimes, and, and obviously the team always, you know, they can't disclose everything, but when injury reports come out, yeah, it's, it's a lot of, like, question marks, right? And for the longest time Ochoa was on there, had the team come out and said that Ochoa's not, like, he's hurt, but, like, have they, had they been more honest with it, saying there's contract disputes, et cetera, back then, do you think that helped that situation? It probably would have helped. I, I personally think it would have helped because, it, I mean, there were, there were times when he was on the injury
6: list, but he was, you know, training with the Mexican national team, right? right? Or he was playing, he played with the Monarchs. And he was, like, on a sign with the Monarchs, but still injured for RSL. Right, so it didn't make sense, right? Yeah, and I think the average fan has a... You can't expect the average fan to kind of just parse through all of that information. I can't even parse through that, and I... Hear a bunch of random stuff all the time. I'm friends with you guys. I'm friend like you know. I I feel like I'm really dialed in, but even I like have, have no idea what's going on sometimes. Right. So, um, yeah. I mean, because you know, people, people know con- con- uh, People understand contract contract negotiations and. Like, people know that's a part of sports, and I don't think there's anything wrong with being forthright with that, although it does kind of put the club in a, you know, maybe less advantageous position to be like, he's not playing because of this,
2: so. Right, I just think it helps with the overall narrative when things don't go your way.
6: I think so, too. Like, looking back on it, it's really difficult to, damn, am sweating so much. It's really difficult to like look back at all those months where we like you know, we're waiting for him and they said he was injured. And we right. really likely he was this was going on. Exactly. And he was frozen out of the club. So start to finish, this feels like it was very poorly handled. It's gotta be difficult for David, especially with how the club promoted him last year. Yep. And really leaned into him heavily. Like we have post-game celebrations that are built off of right. He's his, his scarfs. We He's got, got yeah, man. Yeah. It's it's a bummer. And it's very clear there was a a flip that was switched that's gotta that's gotta be difficult for him to deal with he dealt with a lot of like you know personal family Mm -hmm. trauma stuff last year which there's a lot of stuff that's just running around i I, overall i feel really bad for him but i'm really glad that he appears to be going somewhere where he'll get some time because yeah and
2: i honestly i hope he doesn't resign with dc i hope we get nothing for him and i hope he goes (laughs) to europe and has a killer
4: career i i really
2: hope i mean look for years he's been on the radar of
6: clubs like manchester united right. right he was training with them back in like 2018 or something right. like that so we know that he's got uh, a future ahead of him mexican national team is likely in the in the cards he's already uh, he's probably fourth string or third string at this yeah point. well they're probably pushing
2: for a move for him to yeah. be more advantageous for them right yeah so. so i wouldn't
6: be surprised if he signs in mexico after he's done with dc this december um or if he goes to Europe that would be great too. I seriously I love David Ochoa and I want nothing for the best for him and I'm just sad that we don't get we don't get that.
2: Right. And uh you know I'll be following his whole career. So Me too. Cool. Thanks man. Anything you want to promote? Anything you want to promote? I did plug early on.
6: Yeah, you know, you can listen to Off the Crossbar RSL Soapbox if you'd like. You don't have to. I do. I do
2: read read the soapbox. So yeah, Matt 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 and Lucas
6: are our editors of soapbox. They do a great job. Um, Lucas is uh, he's also does photo. He does a great job there. Um, yeah, we've got a bunch of different podcasts you can listen to on the RSL soapbox. The one that's very lengthy and conversational is mine because I never know when to shut up. So um, off the crossbar, usually record once a week. Oh, we actually have our hundredth episode coming up next wow.
5: week,
6: and we got some special guests coming on. We have our four or five hundredth coming up yeah, yeah you guys have been cooking this is actually <laughs> so there was a previous iteration this is the hundredth episode of our new iteration yeah, of off the crossbar because we don't recognize the former uh podcast known as jason so <laughs> uh anyway yeah we got that coming up next week tune in it'll be fun we got some stuff cooking but yeah anyway
4: cool love well, you guys for joining us thanks for having me of
6: this course. is really fun are we still playing looks like we're still playing yeah it looks like it turned
2: into one big game we might as well go full i love it all I know right what they're doing thanks guys thanks you man
5: all right. Three, two, one, go ahead. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Alex, the intern here at the RSL Show. I'm here with Ruben Santos. Ruben, how do you feel uh, about the trajectory of RSL right now?
7: Um, in my opinion, definitely started very strong. Um, I would say, personally, I'd like for the team to get stronger, some new pieces. Uh, personally, I think the team started very strong, very well, and maybe... There hasn't been that much pressure to start building with different pieces since the ones we had. We're doing so well, but I'm happy where we are. I think you, as a fan, like what do you want to see from Arsenal? Like, what 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 are the positions we need? I would say striker. I like to see goals from not defensive positions. Um, although I do like goals from anyone, honestly. But striker would be nice. Um, six, I would say would be good. Although we got Jasper, Uh, I think bringing one more in would give us good depth. And I guess the big question is, man, what are your thoughts? What are your opinions on the whole David and situation? Um, kind of pissed. I really liked them here. Um, obviously things got a little rough towards the end, but happy for him. Do you think the, do you think RSL handled the situation pretty well? I have no idea how they handled it besides what I see on Twitter. Um, i got from that and i guess the final question on the whole situation
5: if arcel um doesn't make the playoffs or if they do um never mind i'm gonna get in trouble i'm gonna get in trouble i'm gonna get in trouble cut the last part cut the last part (laughs) well hey thank you Ruben santos uh thank you for being (laughs) i forgot he works for the club um, trying to get me fired oh yeah message
3: to uh Message to, to Real Salt Lake right now. What, what can they improve on? What, what what things can they do to maybe, you know, help boost the fandom or just, like, the, uh,
7: the trust in this club? Um, win home games, <laughs> score goals. <laughs> Very
3: political answer. I love it. All right, cool, guys. Thank you. Sellouts. Uh,
5: cool. And then I know it's a little weird. Stand a little closer to Alex. I'm sorry. Friend, what was your- My name is Alex. What's your name?
8: Oh, also Alex.
5: Oh, Alex. I'm Alex. Nice (laughs) to meet you. Alex, Alex.
8: (laughs) I was like, okay, stand closer to myself. (laughs) Go ahead, man. You
4: did. Hey, this is Alex. This is Alex.
8: (laughs) Yes.
5: All right, ready? Yeah. All right, we're here with Alex um, for the next person to interview here on the RSL show. Alex, do you follow RSL very closely?
8: I don't. My friends just invited me to an impromptu soccer game today, so. It's been really fun, like it's exceeded all my expectations, but I do, I I, like very lightly follow Real, but I'm a fan regardless.
5: (laughs) Well, what do you, what do you feel about this? How's this experience coming out and uh, playing some pickup soccer with us?
8: Um, initially I expected it to be kind of an intimidating experience, but people just really want to have fun and play and want you to be better, and so I would definitely do it again. So awesome. It's yeah. been awesome.
5: Awesome. Yeah. Uh, if who would do you far ourselves closely enough to have like a favorite player?
8: No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm. But who is your favorite player?
5: I think my favorite player would probably be at the moment. Justin Glad or Marcelo Silva, one of the two. I'm a big mm. defensive guy, and okay. so I think defensive win, defense wins championships, so Marcelo Silva and Justin Glad are my favorite.
8: That's awesome. And how are they doing in the season, do you think? <laughs> oh, she
5: just took over the interview.
8: <laughs> I'm like turning the questions over to you. <laughs> uh,
7: she just took over the
5: interview. Uh, I think they're doing, uh, I think they really exceeded expectations uh, this year. Um, I'm kind of intimidated now. I'm sorry. <laughs> She, uh, I know, right? Um, they kind of exceeded expectations, but I think right now they're starting to plateau. We're getting a a little bit of a bad, of a bad groove, um, but I think, uh, I think they'll come out of it. I, you know, I trust Pablo. I trust the guys. Trust the players. Um, so just give it a, give it a minute, and they'll be, they'll get back into a good rhythm.
8: Awesome. I'll ask you some questions
3: here real quick. Here, uh, if you want to stand in frame here. Okay. Alex, you're doing fine, dude. I'm just gonna ask you a question. I'm sorry, too, Alex, quick. I'm like I didn't
8: I don't know anything, so I'm like I wanna hear from someone who knows something. So
3: right. Alex, so are you from Salt Lake City?
8: Yeah. Yeah, I'm you were born Salt and raised Lake. here? I was Kinda. I grew up in like northern Utah.
3: Northern Utah? Yeah. Very cool. So um, what brought you out to like Salt Lake City? Like your family move out here? Do you go to school out here? Do you work?
8: Um I I went to the University of Utah for my bachelor's. Cool. Um and so now I just work downtown and I live downtown.
3: Awesome. So yeah. I'm curious, right? Like, there's one soccer team in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Uh, you, it, looks, it seems like you play. Do you play a lot of soccer?
8: No, not really. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. I just, I like outdoor sports in general, but my friends um, have just invited me to play soccer, and it's one of their favorite sports. So, cool. it's kind of nice to be involved in something and get hyped about something and try new experiences.
3: Have you been to a Real Salt Lake game?
8: No, but I've always wanted to go. <laughs> All
3: right, cool. So, after this, we'll take your info down. We'll give you tickets to go to. Oh. Is, there, is there a match today? Uh, in San Jose. Next, in San Jose? Week, yeah. when? next week is LA. Next week is LA? Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll try to get you t- Saturday? LA or LAFC? LAFC, LAFC. Gareth Bale might play. Of course. Oh, yeah. um, so I'll try to get you tickets for this okay. upcoming match. Um, it, it's going to be on Saturday. It's versus LAFC, one of like, the best teams in awesome. MLS. Okay. Um, but why, why do you think, and I, I think this is going to be uh, maybe. I'm really curious to to know. Why do you think it is that you haven't been to, like, a Real Salt Lake game before?
8: Um, I think it's definitely, for me, like, a group activity, just considering that, um, a, like, my level of interest. Mm-hmm. And, like, when people go together, it's, like, morale and just kind of, you know, you get hyped about it. And it's fun to, like, be in that setting where everyone's really excited about something. Um, so, but I understand like a lot of fans that are diehard real fans, like will just go to a game just because they know a lot about it. Um, and maybe in the future that'll be me, you (laughs) know? (laughs) Um, so I just, I just think it's just because of a level of, of interest that I haven't had before. Yeah. So that's probably why. What about
3: like advertising? Like, have you seen very much advertising for like real Salt Lake games, like billboards or anything like that, that you maybe have seen around town?
8: Um, You know, I don't really, now that I think about it, now that you bring it up, I don't really see a lot of that very often. Cool. So, but I I think that should definitely be pushed more. And and social media is, like, a good platform. Yeah. Um, You know, and, like, TikTok, like, if you're following certain people on TikTok, they talk about soccer. So, I think that it's just, you know, people try to match other people's interests based on their social media and what they follow. But I think definitely, like, public... Um, Spaces should kind of have more advertising for it. And especially because people are getting out more after the pandemic. And that could also be a reason why people haven't really been going.
3: That's true. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, they're they're doing a lot better than they have before. They're, you know, um, like 11th straight sellouts this season. It's a really cool environment. Mm -hmm. Um, I know they've got like a huge TikTok following. So I think you should go check it out. Follow like Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. But we'd love to have you out And um, I'll get your email After this And we'll make sure That you get tickets To the next match That would be awesome Thank you so much For coming out here Yeah we're gonna do More of these events And I encourage you To bring your friends And everyone is like Really really cool out here Obviously like No one's mean Um, Yeah And then of course like getting to do it on this practice pitch like this is where real salt lake practices
8: oh,
0: okay. uh
3: so the club gave us access to come and do this stuff for the the fans and all that so cool that's alex, awesome thank you so much nice appreciate you ya. and thanks so much for the comments yeah absolutely all right take it easy all right um all right dude so what is your name what do you do and how do you feel about the real salt lake handling of david ochoa uh
1: so hey i'm joseph hutchison uh, i do el show rsl uh, with carlos cheeky and alex um, where the other questions? I'm tired. Sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> How do you feel about Real Salt Lake's handling on the, uh, David Ochoa situation? Do you know anything that maybe the RSL show doesn't know?
1: Um, well, first of all, I know that El Show RSL is the best RSL podcast. Wow. So like, that's something you guys, I don't know if you guys know that or not, but, uh, uh the interview's over guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like with David Ochoa, like it's definitely at both sides have, like had faults and stuff. Uh, RSL should have signed into a new contract a long time ago so this wouldn't have been a situation uh Ochoa did some stupid stuff like he shouldn't have acted the way he did in training it's his fault he showed late it's his fault he behaved the way he did in training so like that's not on RSL and then any sort of disciplinary stuff was probably just you know the consequences of Ochoa's actions but it definitely could have been better on both ends uh and you know sometimes that that happens just you can't be. You can't have a perfect situation, but still, it's disappointing the way it turned out in the end. What's At your, least we got something for him.
3: Yeah. What's your opinion on um, the way that maybe Real Salt Lake is handling it? Do you think, do you think a club, uh, I guess any MLS club in particular, I know the fans want to hear from the front office, they want a statement, and I'm sure something is going to come out soon. But do you think, do you think that it's fair for either the club or, I guess, even David Ochoa to kind of air out that dirty laundry? I know that we. Obviously, the, the IG posts was kind of Ochoa's way of getting that conversation started. But what do you think about Real Salt Lake's silence on the matter? Do you think that they're kind of orchestrating or working on some kind of response? Do you think we'll get a response? And, I mean, overall, do you think they're handling
1: it well? Um, it's a tricky situation to handle because, like, you can't just go out and say, Oh, yeah, Ochoa's being a, being a naughty boy. And we can't, and so we're going to tell you everything that that he's doing wrong because that could affect potential outward transfers and all that kind of stuff. Um, but then also, like, they could have been a little bit more upfront anyway that there was something going on, because like when the fir- when he's first like getting healthy again, but then wasn't even on the bench for RSL, it was kind of like, oh, hey, what's going on? They're like, oh, coach's decision. Right. Oh, he got hurt again. Oh, it's, he's away with family on on approved leave. Or and then like stuff like that and it just was so inconsistent at the beginning at the beginning they had said it's like there's, there's a situation we're not going to comment on it then okay that's clear we're, they're not going to comment on it um, but you know it's just kind of like uh, there's it seems just like human error got in the way yeah. of just you know we're, we're uh, the situation's delicate so we're just not going to touch it but then by not touching it the fans weren't appeased.
3: Yeah, now Pablo Mastroini, he came onto your podcast and he actually gave you guys a lot of great content.
1: Um, (laughs) Did he say anything specifically on on David Ochoa? Uh, Yeah, he did. He actually was like the clearest answer we've gotten from the club since this all started. And we were were shocked that he actually said that. Um, Because we just kind of said, so like, okay, David Ochoa, what's happening? Because we asked that to basically everybody who comes on. And he just started telling us everything. And we're like, oh crap, like... (laughs) It's a tell-all. Dang, yeah. Uh, this is this is the first like real answer we've gotten with any detail, yeah. And uh, it was really kind of cool. But then also like in the couple in like the week or so before, we'd started hearing some things mm-hmm. from some sources inside the club, uh, just saying like he was supposedly supposed to be playing for the Monarchs in their U- in their games against Chelsea and Wolves the other week, right? Um, and then uh, all of a sudden he didn't show up. Yeah. and they couldn't find him, and it's like, oh, he's back in California or something like that. It's like, oh, okay. And so then, that that's weird. So it's not like the club was necess- like completely trying to ice him out. There, the club was open for him to play with the Monarchs. Interesting. Um, but then he and whoever was in his ear, probably his agent, was telling him to not to. And so we're like, okay, that's that's kind of interesting. A little bit changing the narrative of what we've been hearing or at least speculating along the way. Uh, just like comparing it to the Carlos Sausal situation mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so. Uh then, when Pablo came and talked to us, it was like, Okay, so uh, this is definitely a little bit more complicated than people were thinking, right, and it would be nice to hear david 's side of the story uh i i don 't <laughs> know if we 'll get I, it i don 't know if we'll ever get it yeah I I mean, like, okay, 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 ever may probably we 'll probably hear about it at some point." Uh, like, five years from now, someone's going to ask... After he wins, like, like, three cups with DC yeah, United or something? It's like, dude, tell us about what went down to RSL, and he'll probably be like, okay, yeah, I can tell you now. Yeah. But, yeah, we're not getting any... Probably not going to hear from him anytime soon for the same reason why he he was not playing with the Monarchs, even though they were open to him playing with them. Right. And so, like, it's a complicated situation, but it it was really cool just hearing about uh like at least the club side of it Mm -hmm. because like it was like finally we heard something finally we hear something about what's going on and what what this is what what this all is and then uh pablo did kind of tease his transfer coming up a little bit too on the show he said like hopefully we'll have a resolution for him soon uh and then like what that was like three two days later the report came out that he was going to dc and then officially yesterday yeah Cool. Well, thanks for your time, man. We appreciate it. We're going to get more thoughts and opinions on uh, Real Salt Lake and David Ochoa,
3: but thanks for uh, your contribution to Real Salt Lake fandom and podcasting, dude.
1: Yeah, thank you. No problem. Don't forget, El Show RSL, (laughs) YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Go check check it it out.
3: Learn Spanish. All right. Learn Spanish. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Yep. See ya.
0: It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison.
3: Then
4: all of a sudden, they
1: all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.
0: I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And
2: the Jazz pick up their 20-second
0: assist. So they count on University of Utah Health.
2: Real Soleil puts this game
0: away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation. Care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great.